EO Fire 1373. Thoughts are things. We generally become what we think about. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. Stop stressing about finding the perfect hire. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Kevin Cruz. Kevin, are you prepared to ignite? I'm ready to go, John. Yes. Kevin is a New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, and he's been the founder or co-founder of several multi-million dollar companies. He's the host of the Extreme Productivity Podcast, and his new book is 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. Kevin, take a minute and fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. Well, well, personally, I'm a single dad with uh, three kids, including two teenage girls uh, who are still in high school. Mm. So yeah, I'll thank Fire Nation in advance for their sympathy <laughs> for that one. And uh, I guess what's a little unique is, I mean, I remember the exact day that I became or I decided to become an entrepreneur. And I was only 12 years old. It was back in 1980. John, I don't even know if you were born in 1980. I was one year old. You were one years old. And uh, I was playing in the front yard on a Saturday, hot, sunny day in Southern California. A Corvette pulls up to the curb. Whoa, you know, we just didn't see cars like that in our neighborhood. (laughs) Big guy gets out, dark suit, mirrored sunglasses like cops like to wear. And, um, And he only had one arm. One sleeve was pinned up by his shoulder. And he walks up onto the lawn and says, you know, really menacingly, he says, is your father home? He said, no. He says, are you sure? He said, yeah, he's not home. So he gives me his business card and he says, your dad has to call me. So I give the card to my dad that night. He just doesn't really say much, just kind of tosses it down. And then I ask him about it and he says, well, he's looking for money. And I said, you're going to call him? He says, no. I said, well, why not? And he says, there's nothing left for them to take. And what I didn't know is that my father was an entrepreneur and his business went under, went bust. And he had literally, I mean, even mortgaged or leveraged the house to buy that business. So we were uh, just weeks away from, you know, moving moving out of the house Mm. and moving away, you know, completely broke. So that night I had a a journal, a little red journal, and I wrote... um, I said, I don't care what it takes, but when I grow up, I'm going to have lots of money, which kind of sounds funny, like greed is good, but it was just all about um, wanting financial security, wanting to make sure I had financial freedom and freedom from the one-armed man. And that was the night you know, that I remember making that decision that I was going to be an entrepreneur. You know, it's funny you say that phrase that greed is good. And I think that a lot of people kind of misplace that phrase because when people are saying that they want to be rich or they want to generate a lot of money, they're not necessarily saying that greed is good. They're just saying, hey, money's not bad. Like money's not a bad thing. And and that's actually the specific reason why I titled the Freedom Journal, the Freedom Journal, because I'm so aware that accomplishing goals, having a successful business that generates revenue, 
that gives you freedom, freedom to not be kicked out of your house, to have to you know, be terrified about the next month's bill or whatever that might be because you realize that, hey, money is a necessary part of life and I'm going to embrace that and have that mindset of abundance. Now, Kevin, that was definitely a tough time in your journey as an entrepreneur. And I want to kind of get into, you know, the specifics about your entrepreneurial journey as you go forward. But let's talk about revenue first. How do you generate money today in your business? Yeah, today in terms of active income, it's it's split uh, one third Amazon royalties, book royalties, one third from keynote speeches, and one third from online training and coaching. Now, that's a diverse stream of revenue, having those three different things. And what I like about that is one can dry up, another one can kind of you know go out of vogue or whatever it might be, and you still have that third leg. And Fire Nation, whatever you're doing in your business, just make sure you're really focusing on diversifying those streams, getting those pushed out. What would you say, Kevin, is your most profitable source of revenue of those three when it comes to not just overall dollars and cents, but when it comes time to really factoring in the time and energy and bandwidth it takes as well. Yeah, I mean, they're all highly leveraged, which is why I do them. But I think that the real key is um, to create once and profit in many areas. So, uh, you know, for me, it started with, it always starts with a book. It doesn't have to be that way, but, but I like starting with a book. The stories and the cases from that book become a keynote speech. And of course, uh, uh, breaking that book out into video lessons becomes the course and they all feed each other. You know, I think, um, I love, uh, I've, I've been tradi- uh, traditionally published and indie published and I prefer indie. Uh, you, you make more money, but you also generate more leads. So to me, they're all highly leveraged. I just think of it as create the content in one place and go monetize it in as many places as possible. So Kevin, you figured a lot of things out in your business. You have a business that is now generating revenue, letting you lead the life that you want to live. You have a great podcast, you know, fill in the blank, a new book has come out. What would you say on your journey was your worst moment to date? And take us there, Kevin, tell us that story. Yeah, I, I mean, I failed many times. The first one, I think, is usually the most memorable. And uh, I had just graduated from college and decided I was going to, you know, beat the one-armed man. I'd become an entrepreneur. Uh, and so I didn't have any money, uh, literally none, but I had one credit card, couldn't afford both uh, an apartment and an office. So I did the logical thing and got an office, <laughs> one room, uh, subleased from, a, from an accountant. And uh, had a partner who was a friend from from college, and this was back when Michael Dell was just shipping you know computers out of his dorm room, oh, yeah. and, and Bill Gates was talking about the the computer future, the PC future. I mean, we thought it was inevitable that we would cash in on this gold rush, um, but and, you know, for a year I would work till midnight sleep under my desk and wake up at 5 a.m. to get out of there before the employees showed up and realized I was living in the building. And despite the hustle, despite the dedication, despite the hard work, you know, I, we tried doing computer games and that failed. We tried being a, a value-added reseller of software. It failed. Uh, we tried building computers and selling them. That failed. And that actual moment was uh, at the end of the year, the lease was coming up for renewal. My credit card was maxed out. I think I owed $12,000. And I was in that YMCA looking at myself in the mirror and and just realized, I mean, there was no 
you know, Michael Dell or Bill Gates looking back. Um, you know, it was a skinny kid. I would drop down to 130 pounds, bags under my eyes from not having slept in a year and dead broke and, and didn't have even a clue about what to do next. And that's when, you know, my partner and I decided to just give up and uh, at least for for now, you know, we didn't think it would be give up forever, but we just we just packed it in. We We were defeated after a year of doing everything we could think of. Let's talk about this for a second. I actually just did a little JLD Snapchat rant on this topic, and I think it's really important to get your experience from this because you have such a clear and concise story from this aspect in your life, and that's the reality that hard work alone is not going to equal success. I mean, we can work hard our entire lives. We can put the nose to the grindstone, the pedal to the metal, fill in the blank, and we can still look up at the end of the day and say, man, I have just not achieved the type of success that I expected, that I want, that I wanted to achieve, whatever that might be. And, and what's the reason for that, Kevin? Like, what would you say looking back are some things that you did wrong during that year of hard, hard work? Because so many people just hear, just work hard, just work hard, just work hard. And sometimes that, that hard work can be misplaced. What say you? Well, I, first of all, I agree with that. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with hustle, but hustle does not guarantee success. And there's working smart and working hard. I mean, I think w- looking back, why we failed, there's, you know, the surface reason, as you often remind people, is, you know, I didn't follow one course until successful. I didn't have any focus. We kept trying thing after thing. But the problem behind the problem was we were chasing product ideas rather than falling in love with a market. If we had just figured out who do we want to serve, get that avatar down, well, then we could try product fit variations for the whole year. And I'm sure we would have been much closer to to that fit after 12 months. But I mean, we were doing software one, one quarter and then hardware another quarter. I mean, it was just completely unfocused and not uh, dedicated to, to serving one customer. So the big takeaway that I really want to make sure that you're getting from this Fire Nation is, listen, it's one thing to work hard. And we're always going to say, hey, the person that's working harder is definitely going to be putting themselves in an opportunity to succeed, but you got to be working smart at the same time. That's why you don't want to stick your head in the sand and just work, work, work. you got to be pulling out and saying, okay, I'm going to produce a major part of my day, but I'm also going to consume content. I'm going to look out. I'm going to see what other people in my industry are doing right, what they're doing wrong, so I can learn from them, so I can learn what not to do and what to do and pivot and adjust as new things and trends come up. I mean, if you put your head in the sand eight months ago, like you don't even know what Periscope is. You don't know that Snapchat is now awesome because it, it implemented stories. You don't know that Facebook Live is crushing it. You don't know these things, but you have to know these things as an entrepreneur. Now, Kevin, let's shift and talk about an aha moment that you've experienced in your life, an epiphany, a light bulb, but really get into the story and take us through the idea that you had and then how you turned it into success. Sure. I, I think, I mean, it was, this was a huge light bulb moment when uh, a client taught me this lesson about how a single word can multiply your revenue. And the details behind it is this was a, a, a marketing guy at a major pharmaceutical company. It was one of my clients. I'd already had a, uh, my business going at that point. And they had a new cholesterol drug that was so much more powerful than the market leader. They went to market with sort of, I mean, it was basically a positioning saying, we're the most potent drug in the statin class for people with high cholesterol. They thought they would own the market. And after their first year, they had about $100 million in sales, which for a pharma company is a disaster. 
So they brought this guy in and he said they need the word only. He said only is the magic word. So he redid their positioning and said that their product was the only drug in the statin class that had both uh, uh, effects on LDL and HDL cholesterol. So that was their unique feature for people at high risk of coronary heart disease, not all cholesterol people, but these high risk people. And by narrowing his avatar and focusing on a, a unique feature, they became the only product. And the very next year, sales climbed to over 900 million. So he's 7X their sales in one year. And then uh, they became a $9 billion drug. So I took this idea, I've always been kind of a marketing junkie, but my the positioning I was using for my own consulting firm, my own training company was fairly generic. And I finally decided that I was going to be the only provider of training solutions built with evidence-based training, this term I kind of invented, for the pharmaceutical industry. And when I did that, revenue doubled in one year from one and a half to three million, and I hit a $12 million run rate in five years. So, I mean, this, this, you need to figure out, we often talk about the avatar, but then what is the unique value proposition matched with that unique avatar? So you are the only solution in, in that category. And that just completely exploded the revenue of my business. Man, there's a lot of things that I really hope Fire Nation that you're taking away from this. I mean, number one, wow. I mean, that word can be so powerful only. And I look back, actually, I don't even think I really consciously knew that I was doing this at the time, but I definitely have consciously done that, done this multiple times as I've gone forward over the past four years with EO Fire. I would just say everywhere and on every podcast, on every blog, wherever I was at, I was like, hey, like I'm the only daily show that interviews today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. I'm the only podcast that does this seven days a week, 365 days of the year. And that is a special word. That is powerful because when people are saying, wow, like I'm actually looking for a show when I'm driving to work every single day or when I'm at the gym and I, and I want that quantity and EO Fire is the only one, well, that's just a no-brainer then. So think about what you're doing in your business, Fire Nation, and really try to understand how you can implement these type of words and this type of copy into your business language. Now, that's my big takeaway, Kevin, but what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? No, I, I think that's right. I mean, at the time you launched, you were the only daily podcast. And I think to become the only, you can either dial down uh, you know, add more descriptions to your avatar, uh, or you can focus on one of your unique advantages, you know, and whether that's some kind of a guarantee or a feature set, or even in a way you can, um, you can create frameworks around your process so that it sounds like a product, something unique, but, but you, you hit it. I think you, by, by focusing on that avatar and that unique feature set, all of a sudden it gets really clear why you're the only, literally the only choice uh, in these certain cir circumstances. I love that. Kevin, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Uh, um, I have very high empathy, which can slow me down when it comes to firing someone that needs to get fired or even raising money. I think, you know, most truly great entrepreneurs are, are basically sociopaths. I mean, they don't have a problem with that. <laughs> what is your biggest strength? I have a penchant for action. You know, Gallup Finder would call me a, uh, an, an activator, I think it is, the activator group. Yeah. I just really feel that now is the only moment guaranteed. I don't know how much time I have left to make an impact. So giddy up, let's go. 
So you have a lot of things right now that you're excited about. Of course, 15 secret successful people know about time management must be one of them. And maybe that's what you want to talk about right now. But what is the one thing you're most fired up about today? Yeah, no, you you hit it, John. Um, my new book, I mean, it's all about how you can 10x your productivity without feeling overworked and overwhelmed. And this was a passion project because, you know, I've been passionate about time and about productivity, but I didn't want to write a book uh, just about my own thoughts or, or beliefs. So I went out and I interviewed, you know, seven self-made billionaires, including Mark Cuban, over 200 successful entrepreneurs, including, you know, yours truly, uh, JLD, but also Grant Cardone, Ducker, Flynn, James Altucher, all the people we love. And I, I just went through all this data, all these interviews, and I coded the answers and came up with, you know, 15 secrets that successful people know about time management. So that's what uh, I've really been focusing on since October of last year. How do you get Mark Cuban and how can I get Mark Cuban? <laughs> Mark Cuban was the, e- you, you, John, you were fast. You responded. I was very honored. You responded in like less than 24 hours. Yeah. Mark Cuban responded to my email in 61 minutes. Wow. It was crazy. And to put that into perspective, I reached out to hundreds of entrepreneurs and two thirds of them didn't even respond. And you know, there's something wrong when you're a, a young up and comer yeah. entrepreneur and you don't want to take advantage of this opportunity, but Mark Cuban is interested. So, uh, you know, it's something about the power of yes for opportunities, I think. Yeah. But uh, Mark's pretty easy to get a hold of. You get his email <laughs> and, the, and the question is short. I think he'll answer most people. I love it. No, that's, that's definitely good stuff. And that's the thing, Fire Nation. I mean, you know, I have one day a month that I have dedicated to being interviewed on other shows because, you know, I get hundreds of requests specifically because of Podcasters Paradise. You know, we're now over 3,000 members within. Like, I definitely have to structure and have a system in place, but you need to be able to have a system in place where you can say yes. And I couldn't agree with you more, Kevin. Like those people that don't respond to opportunities like that at all, even with a no, I mean, there's something broken with their systems that they really need to fix because, you know, every opportunity that I say no to does get an honest no from me for specific reasons because of X, Y, or Z, but they're not slipping through the cracks. Now, Fire Nation, I don't want you slipping through the cracks in the lightning round, so don't you go anywhere, but we're going to take a quick minute first and thank our sponsors. Are you ready to stop spending your entire day in your inbox, constantly reacting to and letting your time be ruled by other people's agenda? If so, it's time to check out Quip. Quip is a modern day love story where communication and content marry to create a beautiful living document you can add to, comment on, and share with your team in real time. With Quip, chat is built directly into every document so it's easy to discuss content, make revisions, and reach a final decision in one place. And bringing everything together in one place equals clarity, good decision making, and some really awesome teamwork. The annoying back and forth via email and the continuous question of where are we at with that again disappears. Over 500 of the most forward-thinking companies and teams from the most disruptive startups use Quip, including Facebook, Quora, and Product Hunt. Visit quip.com slash fire to sign up and get six months of the Quip team plan for free. That's quip.com slash fire. There are a lot of potential sources for stress as an entrepreneur. Don't let finding the perfect hire for your business be one of them. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, 
all with a single click. We know from firsthand experience just how easy it is to find the perfect hire with Zip Recruiter. We posted our job once, and within 24 hours, we watched dozens of qualified candidates roll on into Zip Recruiter's easy to use interface. The best part is there's no emails or calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One more time, try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Kevin, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I hope so. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think there's three fears. At first, it's fear of failure. Uh, after I had, had done a good company, the second one was a fear that it was a fluke and that I was going to be an imposter if I, you know, revealed as an imposter if I did it again. And um, after the second one, it's just more about a fear of of picking the right the right idea for the right reason. You know, how do you want to leave a leave a legacy? Who is your favorite person to follow on Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> John Lee Dumas, yes. the daily uh, rants are incredible. But for people who don't know, and, and John, I'm serious, I really do uh, uh, follow all of your daily snaps, but there's great entrepreneurs online now. I mean, Grant Cardone does daily stuff. I mean, you, a lot of them are. Snapchat, the, now that they're doing stories, it's a great platform. It's an unbelievable platform. And that was totally a planted question, Fire Nation, because <laughs> in the pre-interview chat, Kevin let me know that he followed me on Snapchat. So at John Lee Dumas, Kevin, you want Snapchat? Uh, I'm I'm only consuming content okay. there. I'm not producing any. Just got yet. it. Cool, cool. When you do, let it be known. <laughs> right. What's the best advice you've ever received? My dad, when I was young, he gave me the the classic book, Think and Grow Rich, and this oh, the whole idea of thoughts are things. I mean, we we generally become what we think about. I love that. And another funny thing that we talked about pre-interview was you were watching one of my Snapchats and. I did a little snap of the pouring rain. And when we started talking, Kevin, it was blue skies, sunny. And then five minutes ago, the biggest thunderstorm to date, even bigger <laughs> than the other one that I told you about was the biggest I've ever seen, has rolled in. So Fire Nation, you, you'll probably be hearing a couple of thunderclaps. Just, just know that you're in Puerto Rico with me right now. That's the power of the podcast. So embrace the rain outside, embrace the thunder. And I wish you could see the lightning because it's epic. I'm just looking at a 180 degree panoramic of just lightning bolts crashing into the ocean right now. Kevin, what is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Well, on ideal days, I mean, I like to sort of partition my days into three chunks. So I create in the morning, collaborate in the afternoon, and I connect in the evening, meaning, you know, I'm going to do my solo creative work, writing, thinking, et cetera, uh, before noon when I'm mentally strongest. And then uh, emails, phone calls, team meetings in the afternoon. And then I connect emotionally, you know, after dinner. That's with friends and family. So your friends and family get the weakest part of your brain. <laughs> That's the recharging part of the day. Oh, well structured, Kevin. Well structured. Now, if you could share one internet resource with Fire Nation, what would it be? Uh, well, I believe energy is everything. Food is fuel. So I use an app called My Fitness Pal to log my meals and, and keep track of my, my macros, my carbs, my protein, my fats, just to, to keep them in line. If you could recommend one book to join your book, 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management, 
pick it up, Fire Nation. That was a big thunderbolt. What would you recommend and why? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'd recommend an old uh, novel. You know, I'm looking on my desk here. I have a first edition of this book from 1868. So it's 148 years old. Uh, it's by Horatio Alger called Ragged Dick's Street Life in New York, all about an orphan boy who, you know, makes good. And that book is what really launched the whole literally, quote unquote, rags to riches movement. So it's sort of the origin story uh, of all of us entrepreneurs. And uh, you can just, you know, pick up a cheap copy on uh, for your Kindle or whatever on uh, on Amazon. Love that. And this, all those Horatio Alger books are just so epic. So many different reasons. Now, Kevin, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, I, I think it all comes down and we've, we've been hitting it over and over again. I mean, I believe we need to, you know, master our minutes to really master our life, both professionally and personally. A single minute is all it takes to you know, get that great business idea or to walk up to the cute girl in the in the bar or to, to just, you know, bang out some push ups or do some exercise. But we need to really understand how we're investing our time. Uh, So in terms of getting in touch, I do have a special offer for Fire Nation. If they want to plan their days the way self-made millionaires do, I created a free download. It's a one-page planning tool I call the Millionaire Day Planner. I took all those interviews with you, John, and all those other entrepreneurs and condensed it into a single planning sheet. And they can get that at masteryourminutes.com forward slash fire. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with KK and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Kevin in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we talked about today. Best show notes in the biz, timed, stamped, links everywhere. Of course, his book, 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. And one more time, Kevin, what was that gift? Yeah, they can just download the one-page planning tool millionaires use to to plan their day at masteryourminutes.com slash fire. Kevin, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more and ignite.